Breezy. Mo's nose. Season three. Peachy. It's about that time. Everybody turn your TVs on. The Mo's nose. Peachy. Breezy. And fair to God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine to talk. We two gorilla silver back. Nah, silver. You know it's busting good discussion because we get it in. Every time you know we grinding. I was eight to ten. We always play to win. The faithful going hard. It's Wayne Breezy. Peachy. Mo's nose. And fear to God. Let's get it. Nitty green, it's the line is tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the line is tall. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, it's the line is tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the line is tall. Nitty gritty, it's the nineties. Nitty gritty, it's the nineties. What's going on? What's going on? Face for y'all out there. It is popping. What's going on, Moles? What's going on, Fair? I hope y'all Monday was was living today. Yeah, man. I mean, we here. Uh, Monday was cool. Work was actually pretty smooth today. Um, so yeah, man. Just happy to be here. Be chilling with my family and uh, talk some 49ers football. It's Monday, nitty gritty, Niners talk. Fear to God is in the building. Most knows what's going on, Playboy. Listen, man, um, I'm just happy to be here with y'all because I feel like people wanted to make me fight today. Like, don't nobody want to answer emails. Don't nobody want to answer the phone. Come to find out, um, our account manager that we work for with a printer company is no longer our account manager, and we got no notification. So I'm trying to put stuff in place, get stuff done. Ain't nobody answering the phone. So uh, I, 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 was, I was a little tight today, but like like Fair said, good to be here with the family and we can put the rest of that behind us. All right, man. I'm so glad you guys are here. Peachy should be on her way shortly. I believe she's going to be in the building tonight. So those, make sure y'all give it up for Peachy when she gets in here. Listen, we got a dope show for you. It is officially three weeks to the NFL draft, y'all. And that means it's time for the nitty gritty Niners talk mock drafts. All right. That means we're going to be giving you one every Monday. We're going to be breaking down some things. We're going to be looking at some of the other mock drafts that are going on out there. We're going to see if we touch and agree with some of these players. And then we're going to go ahead and do our very own mock draft. Now, listen, you guys can definitely get involved out there in the chat. Shout out to everybody that participated when we made our big board. We put the big board together at this moment because the 49ers are so set. We don't even need to put our big board in order. We just need to make sure that the players that we feel we want as on that board you feel me all right and that's what we're going to get down to today we got a couple of rumors we're going to address things that's going on out there in the 49ers world but before we do that let's get through the formalities of the show make sure you guys like comment and subscribe right there on the youtube channel at the wayne breezy it's super simple all right make sure you guys give their channels a follow as well there they will be in the description of the show and we can post them periodically throughout the show inside the live chat all right We'll do that, all right? Don't forget to go on twitch.tv backslash the Wayne Breezy. You can watch it on there. You can also subscribe and follow with the Amazon Prime account. It is free, 99. It doesn't cost you a thing. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at NGN Talk, all right? And don't forget to go on Facebook. Shout out to our Facebook holding it down out there. Miss Debbie's doing a tremendous job as always. It's the off season. You would think it's slow. It's nothing slow when you rock with Miss Debbie. Shout out to the Nitty Gritty Niners Facebook group. We appreciate everybody that's, that's out, out there. there. Here comes, Here the, comes echo. the echo. I don't know where I the echo came from. 
There it is. And the echo was gone. Let's do it. <laughs> that was weird. Did you hear that it, Domos? Yeah, I heard it. I didn't hear it. That's weird. That was weird. All right. So the echo is officially gone. Everybody out there, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We got to give a shout out to everybody that's a part of the Breezy's Bunch. All right. Uh, Miss Jax Knox was in the building early. Nitty gritty crew, Niners family, let's effing go. Period. Hashtag with the BBs. Brandy is in the building. She says, hey, hey, how you doing? She's a Patriots fan, too. Um, we'll leave it at that. Boss is in the building. What's popping? Who we got, Breezy? <laughs> you already know what time it is. <laughs> Christy Marie is in the building. What's going on, Christy? Terrence, what up, Breezy? Fair Moe's in the BB fam. All right. Shout out to everybody out there. Just making sure I don't miss over any of the Breezy Bunch members. All right. West Coast King says, peace, peace, peace. What's going on? Hey, West Coast Kings, congratulations. Your Lakers are in the play-in. I know y'all don't want to congratulate the plan, but you know the type of season you had, the plan might be something good because LeBron James looks like the machine out there again. That's I I I don't I don't know. He he's the king of basketball, man. Like you never should you should never count out LeBron James. Anybody got any thoughts on LeBron? Is he gonna get his team into the playoffs? Seventh seed, possibly? Yeah, I, I can see that man. I can see that. I mean year twenty, he's still, you know, playing just as well as he's been throughout his career. And I, I wouldn't put it past LeBron to get into the, the seventh seed. You think they got a chance to go all the way, Moe's? <laughs> it's the Lakers, it's LeBron. Watch, watching that last game against the Jazz, one of the things that I noticed is, uh, and it's, it's been an issue all season, they are not a very good shooting team. Um, so if they can't find a way to get hot shooting the basketball, I don't see how they can go all the way, um, especially against some of these other teams that are just more consistent shooting the basketball. Uh, but if they can get hot um, shooting the basketball with uh, LeBron and AD leading the way, I think it's possible. But it's all contingent on uh, if they're able to shoot. All right, man. Shout out to my brother Paul Hope from across the pond and my UK family out there. Appreciate the flag. Let me see if I could get out the way. Damn, look at that. I ain't even know I know how to slide to the right, left, whichever way I slid, but it's all good. Uh, guys, man, look, there's some stuff going on. There's a big rumor going on right now. Uh, the Trey Lance uh, is supposed to be, uh, you know, possibly the 49ers are willing to trade Trey Lance for a uh, second round pick and a fourth round pick uh, in this upcoming draft. And I just want to get your thoughts on it. I talked about a little bit about it earlier uh, on the Wayne Breezy show this morning. I put out a, a, a reel about it as well, which I made a, a booboo in the reel, but you guys got to figure it out if you watch it. But let me get your thoughts on it. Let's go with Mosin and Fair. I would love to know what you guys think. Uh, I, trading him right now without knowing exactly what we have is a, is a, is a big mistake. Um, I think we have to see what he's capable of doing. Um, and I think uh, him taking, you know, the onus and the responsibility to, you know, connect with Patrick Mahomes and a new quarterback coach to work on those throwing mechanics, to work on those, that throwing motion, to kind of get things fixed up, to kind of build new muscle memory, um, that speaks volumes of the character of Trey Lance um, and what he'll do to continue to become a better football player. Uh, those, are, those are the guys you want in your team. Those are the guys you want in your locker room. Um, trading him at this point, it, it, it would be a big mistake. I agree. Fair, what are your thoughts yeah. on it? I mean, hit the what is it, the nail on the head, man. I, I don't know 
why you would give it up, give up Trey at this point. We, we really haven't seen, you know, him at his best or even his worst. So why not at least see what we got before you take that next step and, and move forward without him and, and try to get some compensation back. Um, worst case, you know, we play him and he doesn't pan out and we got to trade him and end up getting a, a low-round pick. Best-case scenario, he pans out well and they still believe in Brock and we get a high pick. So, I mean, there, there's it, it's, it makes no sense to let him to trade him at this point. Yeah, and I agree. I think it would be a huge mistake, again, to the two points that you guys just said. And just to add a couple of extra things, I mean, you know, Trey Lance can do different things that some of the other quarterbacks that we've had and that we have right now on this roster can't do. And and the two things that stand out to me the most is getting the ball down the field, hitting an open wide receiver. I mean, not every quarterback on this roster has a has a good arm like Trey Lance. So you're going to be willing to give up on that. That was one of the one one of the things that Kyle Shanahan wanted. He wanted somebody that can stretch the defense. He could back them daggone safeties up, make them cornerbacks play a little bit more honest as well. And then since we're talking about honesty in football, there's nothing like an offensive coordinator or a head coach that likes to play in football for 11 on 11 football that means one guy per one guy that's one-on-one football at every position who's going to cover Trey Lance if he has that ability to go ahead and run the ball pull the ball down things like that yeah they cheated at the beginning of his career they were stacking the box still and Trey was running against stacked boxes but that's because he wasn't able or he didn't get the chance to test the defense by throwing the damn ball down the field you throw that ball down the field I guarantee you ain't nobody stacking nobody up in that damn box and then your run game will work so Trey enables the run game to work just by being a quarterback that could pull the ball down and run the damn ball. So there's so many facets to that. The only way, in my opinion, only way I can see Trey Lance get it traded is if somebody makes the 49ers an offer they can't refuse. And I mean an offer. I'm talking like three first-round picks, like, you know, 17 second-round picks, like something that's just going to blow the thing out. Where then you'd be like, you know what, Sam Darnold, strap it up, baby. It's time. Pause. Right? That, that's what you say. You're going to get a bunch of stuff in return. You're not going to get that for Trey Lance, not just because he hasn't showed and proved. Just nobody in the league is that stupid. They could just draft another quarterback and hope that they hit. Now, for the 49ers, I think they're going to hit big. This is why they they traded up to get this kid. It's based off of potential. Now they have to sit out there and develop this kid. Now, here's the thing I like the most about what's going on right now. Trey Lance hears all the damn smoke. He hear, He's hearing it. He's paying attention to it. Trey Lance pulled, and I said this earlier on the show this morning, guys, he pulled a, he pulled a, a, a Serrano from Major League. He said, F you, Kyle Shanahan. I'll do it myself. I'll go out and figure out how to develop my own damn self. Hey, Patrick Mahomes, what you doing, playboy? You want to throw? You want to throw? You want to throw? And that's what he's out there doing. And so this is some of the things you want to see from a young kid that's proven that he can be some type of, I guess, third year. He's type of like a veteran now in the NFL. And he's showing this leadership capability. And this is what you want to see from kids. What are they willing to do the extra cells to go the extra mile? And this is what he's doing. So kudos to Trey. Um, I I just feel like everything is going to pan out the way that it needs to be. He feels the same way. He's all about the competition. And I'm I'm going to say this right here on Nitty Gritty Niners. Ain't no damn competition. I'll leave it at that. Y'all figure it out. Ain't no competition. Swing for the fence, Bambino. Hey, ain't no competition. They call me. They say I make a lot of bold takes. There's no competition. You know what I'm saying? Brock, I, I I tell you what, when Brock is back and he's healthy, that's when the competition starts. I'll leave it at that. 
I'm with right. you. I'm curious because I a lot of people are worried about like the Trey Lance situation and if the team is going to give up on him and and will he get a chance and will he get a shot? I mean, it's I I think he gets that shot, guys. I mean, it, it's he's going into OTAs as the 49ers quarterback. They're not trading him on draft day, and if they're not trading him on draft day, then there's definitely no point of trading him because you're not trading for next year's draft. Like you said, fair, you might as well watch this kid play. Fully assess them and then see if you can get a bigger return on your investment. Exactly. The right, only way I see us making that move, yeah, is if Tennessee offers us eleven. See what I'm saying? Like that's. But I don't a, think they do that. But because they could draft, they they could draft a QB. They 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 can get a guy if they feel like the guy's there. They can move up in the draft if they feel like their guy is there. Now again, Moles, that's a good point. But that's going to come down to Ron Carthen saying, hey, I want Trey Lance. Now, if he wants Trey Lance, he'll make up that offer that the 49ers can't refuse. And then you sit and look at it and you say, all right, cool. And maybe the 49ers draft another quarterback like a Dorian Thompson Robinson or Jake Hayner or somebody that kind of like fits their, their scheme. But then you're taking away the damn deep ball and you're taking away the ability to drop these runs and force defenses to play 11 on 11. Kyle just needs to sit there and and figure it out and get Trey Lance on the football field. That's the only issue. Trey Lance just not playing enough football. For sure. For sure. And I think um once we actually again just see what we have, man, even if it's not good, like we we can't make the assessment and properly uh, say he needs to go or he needs to stay based off the small sample size that we have. As you just said, man, he needs to be on the field, and this is the perfect opportunity for him. And the other quarterback that it seems like the, the um, franchise has a lot of faith in is hurt. So the ball's in his court, man. He he has every opportunity right now to take advantage of this and and you know get his feet under him. I'm just curious to know because the draft is on its way. And since we're talking about Trey Lance trade rumors, are there any other possible trades that you think the 49ers may make on draft day? Only focusing on draft day, not after the draft. Do you guys feel like there's a a possible scenario you guys want to discuss here on the show? I'll let you go, most. I mean, to 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 be specific, um, I think it's tough. I think they're going to have to watch their board um, and and watch names on their big board, you know, start getting taken. Um, but looking at their board, looking at certain position groups, I, I, I definitely feel like we have 11 picks. This roster isn't conducive to keep all 11 draft picks. Um, so I could see us downsizing draft picks and getting better value. So obviously the, the, the first option there is trading up is moving up in the draft to get a guy on our board who we think won't be there at 99 with 99 with 101 and 102. Um, we have some firepower to move up either higher into that third round maybe even into that, that back end of that second round. What position that'll be, that, that, that gets a little bit more tricky. Um, I, 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 I've been pounding the table for uh, Devon Achain running back from Texas A&M. 
Uh, that speed is absolutely electric. Um, if there is an offensive lineman that they've absolutely fallen in love with, maybe a right tackle um, that they want to go up and get. Um, I, I think the options are there for us to move up um, in the draft. So I, I think that is a is a trade that we can see the 49ers being aggressive and moving up in the draft to, to get a player that's on their board. I like that. Fair. Sounds like Moses feeling like that the 49ers are ready to move on up to the east side. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, if there's any type of possible trade scenarios? Uh, as far as, you know, Mose talked about trading up in the draft. Let's talk about trading a player. Yeah. Uh, any 49er players that you feel may be trade uh, worthy other than trade Lance? Yeah, I mean, I think about people um, and the depth on this team. Um, and you got to think about like where it could possibly be that the Niners may think they have a really good one and two, right? Someone may come in and say, hey, you have Christian McCaffrey at running back. You don't really need Elijah Mitchell, do you? Mm. You're about to pay Christian McCaffrey all that money to be the workhorse. Is that, that second slot something that, you know, somebody like, Mason or one of those other players may be able to take over. What if I gave you a, a pick for Elijah Mitchell? And I don't know what the value of that would be because of Elijah Mitchell's injury history, right? That's where it may get a little tricky and the Niners may end up sticking with Elijah, but he's definitely someone I think that teams may call about and, and inquire to see what the 49ers value him at. If, if a team offers you a third-round pick for Elijah Mitchell, a fourth-round pick for Elijah Mitchell, do you make the trade? A third, he's gone. I trade him for a fourth. I, I, he was a sixth-round pick. I, right. I, you, you get. We don't have a fourth-round pick this year, too, by the way. And what if there's another running back? You don't want to waste one of the third. You don't want to use one of your third-round picks. I don't like to say the word waste. Because that's the stigma of the San Francisco 49ers, right? They're drafting running backs in the third round. The crazy thing is that's when we usually have like one, maybe one in a possible third round pick. We got three official third round picks this year. And I think the fan base will go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs if they draft a running back. But Moe's just mentioned the running back. And if he's on the board in the third round, we would be silly to not draft uh, A-Chain from Texas A&M. I mean, we would literally be silly. You're going to give up speed modes. We talked about this, and I, I feel like the 49ers in the running back room, the one thing that they lack is the speed. That's it. They got running backs. They got running backs that can hold on to the damn ball. They got bruiser running backs. They got finishing running backs. They got one cut type of move, juke two to the three type of running backs. They got pass catching running backs. And they only got four backs that can do all those things. The only element that they're missing is speed. There's got to be a speed guy that the 49ers are looking at. Because the one thing I know about Kyle Shanahan, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. The one thing I know about Kyle Shanahan is his plays are designed to go from the, the the line of scrimmage to the end zone. If everybody does what they're supposed to do, if the blocking assignments are on, they're usually home run plays. The only thing, the only issue is the running backs need the speed because even if like CMC, Elijah Mitchell, they break, they get that one cut and they get out nine times out of 10, they get caught from behind. <laughs> it's just, it's just, 
they don't have that breakaway speed. Nine point so, nine ten times out of ten. They did it every time this season, just to be honest, right? Like, and you're like, damn. Now, if there's contact involved, that's a different game. Because we all that's another thing all of our running backs have break tackles they break tackles right they that's what they do they just get hit and they keep that's why i can't wait to see what tdp does this year i'm hoping these guys come into camp four running backs going into camp will elijah mitchell be expendable that's what my man fear to god is talking about listen if a team offers now people keep saying i've heard this out there through the grapevine 49ers haven't traded a player on draft day in a minute last time i think i believe they traded a player was Matt Breida, who played what position? Running back. Running back. <laughs> they, they, they traded him. I think they traded to the Eagles or something, if I'm not mistaken, at that time. It was weird. And then he ended up on a different team. So, look, 49ers are willing to do what they got to do, especially when they want to switch stuff, switch things up. You watched them just get rid of a third-round pick last year. And we saw it coming, and I tried to defend this kid to the end the very end, and they let him go. They let him go because he got beat out by an undrafted guy and a rookie. So that lets you know the 49ers are not afraid to move on from a player. They don't care where they draft you. They're not afraid to move on. All right, let's move on to um, what we want to get to on our show. A lot of mock drafts going on, and so most pros, the idea that, you know, one of the kings of 49ers content, Matt Mayoko, um, did a mock draft. And we're going to go through his mock draft. Now, I'm going to go ahead and, and post it here so that you guys can see. It, and then I'm going to stream it, uh, ticker it at the bottom of the screen so that it's scrolling. And then we're going to talk about his picks. All right. So uh, as you can see, the first pick, Byron Young, he went edge. Second pick, he went offensive tackle third pick he went tight end now he only did a fifth or five round six round draft if i'm not mistaken he didn't do the four and the seventh all right kicker in the fifth um jay ward and i believe Corey trice cornerback from purdue if i'm not mistaken um big kid six three big guy right so these were his picks uh and now let's talk about these picks guys um, let's see if we agree or, or disagree. Do we go edge? And, and it all depends on who's available on the board, right? What are your thoughts about him going? Let's not even talk about where we would go. Let's talk about the picks he actually did. Byron Young, Tennessee, kid they brought in, they met with, you know, earlier in the processing. What are your thoughts on Byron Young being the, the, the next edge rusher for the 49ers? Moses, you, you put the segment out there. You got to jump in here, brother. No doubt, no doubt. Um, Byron Young at 99, I think, is a, is a really, really solid pick um, for this team. Um, he gives he brings that uh, that one that that first step explosive explosiveness, um, something that you know we try we got out of D Ford. Now, obviously, D Ford wasn't able to, to stay on the field. Uh, for 95% of his tenure with the 49ers. Um, but that's uh, one of the things that we look for on this defensive line um, is that that first step explosiveness um, during this this time, during the combine and uh, the pro day period when when uh, guys, particularly the big guys, are running the 40. One of the, the times that is most important for them is that 10-yard split. And I think Byron Young's 10-yard split was somewhere in like the the one five one six range 
which was really, really, really good. Um, even if it was one seven, which I don't think it was, um, that's still really, really good. So he has that that good speed, that good burst off the line. Um, he's still a little bit raw as a pass rusher, uh, but to me that doesn't matter because of who we have in the building as far as a coach for our defensive line and the players that we have on our defensive line. I think this is a a perfect situation to uh, marry his gifts and his potential um, as far as, you know, becoming more polished as a pass rusher with different moves. Um, So I I think that's a a great pick for the 49ers. Someone with speed, a high motor, uh, can uh, split reps with Drake Jackson, uh, being that that opposite pass rusher to Nick Bosa, I think that's a really really good pick. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I, the four four three is kind of crazy for a DN, right? That's like fast. That's, that's, that's fast, 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 right? That's, that's, we're, we're looking for speed off the edge. That's, it's funny because the element that we talked about with the running backs was speed. That's the one thing we're lacking. I know people say Elijah Mitchell ran a four three eight. He don't play at four three speed in football. It's more like a four five guy. Just from what I see, yeah, like he doesn't play with that. But on the edge, the one thing that the area that we're lacking is the speed, um, and the and the and the skill set like of a D Ford. And I feel like if if Byron Young is the guy, and fair, you could take over after this with that type of speed. You only need him to do one thing, right? Just rush the passer on third down. You you let Drake Jackson start, and you you bring in this kid on third and third and longs, third and whatevers. And boom, boom, boom. And I like it. I like the situation. And I'll talk more about it. But fair, you were, you were talking about Byron Young. So go ahead. Now, nah, I was going to say, like, I know he has more of a like an early third round uh, grade as well. So that I like the value there. You know what I mean? It's probably I think 49ers may be thinking that first pick they need to get a, a tackle. But if someone like he him is there, Young is there at 99, you can't really pass that up. And you have to have an idea like, all right, we have best available. He's there. He's and it's also still an area of need for the 49ers. It just makes sense, man. They're always going to build inside out, so defensive trenches, offensive trenches, and then to the back ends. So we, no matter what, each time that we have these earlier picks, and I, by early I mean first, second, third rounders, they're always going to go trenches first, man. They're always going to do that. They're not going to put a lot of value on the safety or a cornerback because that's somebody that they'd rather, um, you know, find a free agent. It's, free agency and, and you know build that way but with these young dudes and i say young sparingly right because he's what i think like 24 25 years old he's an older uh uh draft pick and that may be why he may slip a little bit so i think that might be a realistic uh option there at 99 yeah i mean the thing that screams that jumps off the board with me is just his athleticism and, and that's what the 49ers are looking to draft. Expect them to draft all athletic types of players in this draft. Why? Because these are kids that can probably come on the field and give you some type of impact with limited snaps, right? They're not looking for these kids to start day one. They're looking for these kids to be starters year two, year three, year four, and so forth and so forth. They're trying to keep to continue to chain to keep it moving. And so when I look, I think about his athleticism, a 38-inch vertical jump, 11-foot broad jump. His three cones are 7.19. He's strong. He bench pressed 22 reps. Uh, you might not like the 10-yard split, but he's not 
not running 10 yards straight, right? He's not running that straightaway thing. But even 40 yards, I mean, he's 4-4-3, speed guy. I like it. If I'm going with an edge rusher, all my prospects are speed guys. So I don't care what their name is. If they fast, that's something that the 49ers need to own in on and find a fast guy. The only issue with Byron Young, in my opinion, is will he be available at 99? And he's going to have to drop. But I believe he was on our big board, too. I, I, I really do. And I think other teams are going to value the fact that he has speed. And if I'm not mistaken, in the combine, he was one of the fastest edge rushers out there with speed. I mean, it was Nolan Smith at 4.39 and Byron Young at 4.43. And so you got to look at that. Um, you know, and, and factor that in. All right. So that's something uh, that we do. Let's talk about that second pick. Uh, Wanye Morris tackle out of Oklahoma. Uh, let's talk about him a little bit. Mose, you lead it off fair. You close it out. Uh, with Wanye Morris, I think, uh, again, good value pick uh, at 101. Um, I believe he was a three year starter at Oklahoma. I got to pull up his information. I believe he was a three. I got to check that again. Um, But again, uh, he's got the size. He's got the athleticism. Again, he's going to slip into the third round because um, he does need a little bit work, a little bit more polish, um, especially with his kick slide, uh, being a little bit more efficient with that, um, being a little bit more violent with his punch. Um, when, you know, he's engaging with defensive linemen. But again, I think he's a, a, a prospect that has all the tools to be developed into um, a solid starter. Um, so if we can get Wanye Morris at, at 101, again, really, really solid pick. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to keep piggybacking off Mose if, if this is the energy he's coming with today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, I mean, you, you look at it, right, and um, – you, you think about his some something that Mo said is just him and his his kick right it it isn't that his feet are bad they just need to be a little bit more polished he needs to just shine it up a little bit um but ideally he's like a perfect fit for somebody who's running like zone which is Kyle Shanahan's mo right so this is somebody I definitely see them targeting um I'm not sure he's gonna be there at 101. If we end up being able to get both Young and Morris this late in the third round, that might be somebody, honestly, that I could see them moving up to try to get in the third. When, when we were talking about that a little earlier, like this is somebody you may want to package another pick with or two later round picks to try to go up and get this guy because I'm not sure he's going to be there. He, he's definitely a top 60, top 75 type player um, in this draft, and I don't – I don't know if he's going to get to 101, to be honest. Um, but solid pick, man. Definitely somebody that we could develop over, you know, a year or so. And, and man, in that zone scheme, he's going to be a force down the line for sure. Very well said. Listen, Tom Jensen, shout out to Tom. He says Wanye has his pro day tomorrow. Uh, now, he didn't test too well to me at the combo. I mean, he didn't run fast. He's not a fast runner. Uh, I believe his 10-yard split was 1-7-3, which is not bad. I, that's I think, good. I think that's really good. Uh, and and here's my thing, right? Uh, as far as his athleticism, 28.5-inch vertical, 9-foot-3-inch uh, uh, broad jump. Here's my thing when I look at this kid, Wanye Morris. This is year two guy, 
right? So this is a guy you bring in, you're tootling him under, um, you know, Trent Williams. Trent, like, yeah. This is this is who you want to be that replacement. So, ten and ten and a quarter inch hands, you know, long arms. He's six five, three oh seven. I mean, this is Brent. You you, you draft this kid. You essentially have somebody that could be the predecessor, uh, predecessor to Trent Williams, right? And that's kind of what the 49ers are looking to do. Trent Williams is probably going to have two, three more years, if that max, uh, left, right? We got our fingers crossed. We do know he teeters with uh, retirement after every season. We got to win one. Uh, but we'll see. If he tests super well at his pro day, if he can run a little bit faster, just a little bit faster in his uh, 40, but keep that 10 yard split at that 17 range. If he can get it down to 171, oh my gosh. Yes, his stock is going to rise just that much, you know. And so we'll we'll see. Uh I I'm I believe he'll be available uh a little bit later in the third round. There are other tackles I feel like that are gonna get the run early. And then I think teams are gonna leave off the tackle and go to a different position. The crazy thing is. If he's staring there, smacking you in the face, and then Byron Young is smacking you in the face, and then there's a safety smacking you in the face, you're like, damn, what do I do? But the good thing is you pick 99, 101, and 102. So you get all three of them. You just got to hope that one team in between don't get one of them players you want, right? Right, right. So they may go with Wanye first because there may be a couple of edge rushers available. There may be a couple of safeties available. There may be a couple of other tight ends available. All right. So it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see what they do. But I do like the pick. I think that's a good pick by Matt Mayoko. Let's go to number uh, his third pick, 102, which was, I believe, tight end um, schoonmaker out of Michigan. Now, you know, I love this kid. Uh, I'm not going to talk about him much. I I thought you had to talk about him. I mean, I could listen. You're going to get a I would say. How can how can I put this in terms of football? Now, at one point in time, y'all loved Ross Dwelly, right? So to me, he's just a he's a better version of Ross Dwelly. What do I mean by that? Well, he blocks better, but he catches everything as well. He runs pretty damn good routes. The only issue with Schoolmaker was him uh being healthy and being able to stay on the field this past season. But if you go to the year before, he was a dominant force in the play action game. He was a he was just a great tight end. And so you're gonna get an overall good tight end. I can tell you right now, he'll be a better, he'll be an upgrade over Dwelly. He'll be an upgrade over um Warner. And then he might just be that perfect complement to um to George Kittle. Now, would I draft him over other guys if they're available, like a like a freak like Zach Koontz? I don't know. Uh Davis Allen might be on the board. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Because, again, I'm thinking about him coming off the injury and how that would pan well. And I kind of want to stay away from those players, just my opinion. But that's my thoughts on on Schoolmaker. What do you guys think? I mean, for me, he's getting a comp to Dawson Knox. Um, that's a good comp. Which, which Dawson Knox, you know, really came out of nowhere and started to shine with Josh Allen, and he's now Bills, the Bills' top tight end. I mean, uh, four six three, that's decent speed. A one five nine split, that's really really good. Ten seven broad jump, four two seven shuttle. I mean, some of his uh, strength says gets off the ball and into his routes with adequate quickness. Fluid feet getting in and out of his route breaks. 
um, uh, displays the fortitude necessary for NFL run blocking. Um, so he has everything that we want. He's a run blocker, like Breezy said, and he can catch the ball in the past. He's not going to get us a lot of run after the catch. He's not, you know, the George Kittle type athlete. Um, but I don't we think we need him to do that. I'm not, I don't think we'll be looking at Luke to make five, six, seven catches a game. I don't think he gets that many targets, um, but I think he can do an adequate job in run blocking, which is what we need from our second tight end to allow Kyle Shanahan to be that much more versatile with his offense. You know, he's not tipping plays, quote unquote. You know, that was a, a big buzzword last season. He's not tipping plays by the, the the types of tight ends that he has in the game because they both can catch passes and run block. Um, so, again, I agree with Breezy. If, if, if a Zach Koontz is on the board, if for some reason Darnell Washington slides from Georgia and he's still on the board, uh, I think he's the best run blocking tight end in the game. Um, so there are some other tight ends with a little bit more athleticism with the same blocking ability. Um, but if Luke is is there um, and he's on our board and he's the best available, then I wouldn't be upset if we took him. Very well said. What are your thoughts, Fair? Oh, my bad. I pressed the wrong button. Um, so, <laughs> no, um, I mean, I don't know if we can go have the ability to go tight end in the third round, especially knowing that, um, the you know, we have somebody like Kittle that's around for the next couple of years. I look into the depth of tight end and or just in general of our team, and um, I think more of a need would be a safety in the third round. Personally, I know, and I know, again, I'm 100% agree. We don't draft for need. However, I want to pose this question to both of y'all. I know if Jamie Robinson is there, we're probably taking him at 99, right? That's all agreed. Yeah, I I don't, don't, yeah, I don't. Right. So we're not going to go there, right? But what if somebody like Christopher Smith from Georgia is there at, at 101? I like Jamie better than him. Though. No, no, no. Of course, of course. I'm saying we all are agreeing that if Jamie's there, we're going to take him at 99. But I, say Jamie's off the board, and I, you know our options yeah. are somebody like Luke, or somebody like Christopher Smith, or somebody like Martin from Illinois. What are so we if, What are we doing there? I mean, if Mar- if Martin is there, if Jartavius Martin is there, I would go that route, right? And so it all depends who's available on the board. So I like that you prose that because. The question is, are you going to get more value from the from the tight end later in the draft? Or are you going to, is there going to be more value at the safety later in the draft? Now, if you draft a guy like Mark, uh, Jartavius Martin, like he's not starting at safety, but he better be starting at nickel. Like somewhere on that field, he need to be on there. Like I'm telling you, like he's probably my second best favorite safety, Sidney Brown and then this kid. Like that's just how I'm, I'm rocking. Like and then your boy from Florida State, right? Those are my three guys. You know what I'm saying? Now, again, it all depends on who's available. Um, the tight ends, kind of, it depends on which position has to run, too. Because I feel like the tight ends, there are a lot in this draft, but there are only, a, like, 10, 15 really good ones that I feel like could be an impact right now. Safety, too. I feel like that it's the same with both positions. Because I right. there's some safeties uh, 
you could get some value out. And it depends. Do the 49ers want to go free safety? Do the 49ers want to go strong safety? Do the 49ers want to look for a hybrid? Do the four? It depends on what they're looking for. Do they want to replace Jimmy Ward? Do they want to, like, I don't know. Because you got the all-pro Talanoa Hufanga there. And so it's like, do you really want to get another box guy? Or do you want to go and get a deep guy that's going to be able to pl- replace uh, your boy uh, if he retires after next season, Tashawn Gibson? And so I'm looking more in the free safety range opposed to those box safeties. Agreed. Uh, and that can have the ability to play in the box if need be and and line up at at the nickel. What are your thoughts, Mose? No, yeah, I'm, I, I agree, man. I want I, I, I want athleticism back there. I want guys that can can make plays. I want guys that can play that deep third and and and, and make it from sideline to sideline. So when you talk about Brandon Hill, you talk about Daniel I Scott, like Jartavius Martin, Sidney Brown, two of my favorite guys, Jordan Howden, Jason, yep. Taylor. Jason Taylor. There are guys that are here, Tariq Jones, Antonio Johnson, Anthony Johnson Jr., Jordan Battle. Like the safety class? But nobody talking about AJ Jr., bro. No, they're not talking about him. They're not talking about him. They're not talking about him. So, so here, athleticism. I'm telling you. So here's 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 where we got breezy. Like maybe if all of those other tight ends are gone, maybe we go Luke at 102. Oh, because. You we got, get the we cool. get the tight end early, and because there's, I think uh, in fifth I think there's more depth in the safety class than it is the tight end class. Can I so if you word, don't want to good depth though, because that's good depth, good. absolutely good depth. There's there's more good depth in the safety class than it is the tight end class. So if you don't want to sacrifice the run blocking ability from a tight end that you get in this class. Maybe you stay with Luke at 102 and in and, and at, at 155, which is our next pick, or say in a perfect world, we do move Elijah Mitchell for a fourth round pick that we don't have. Now we 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 close that gap between 102 and 155, throw that fourth rounder in there, and then go get an Anthony Johnson Jr., a, a Jordan Howden, a Brandon Hill one of those free safety guys that can come in and that can maybe sit behind um, Sean Gibson. Gibson Gibson for a year, but we know the following year can come in and be that playmaking safety with all of that range because of that athleticism. So, I mean, the, the 40, we got a lot of options in this draft, which, which do. is making it so exciting. Yeah, no, we do. I, I, I agree. I think, um, in my head, like the moving up into the fourth round with some of those later round picks is more realistic, right? I know a lot of people want us to get into the second round, but I think the Niners are possibly thinking like, how can we get a fifth into a fourth? Like, and then still keep one of our fifth rounders. And then, you know what I mean? I think that's more where the brain is because like you just said, they want to close that gap from you know, that last pick in, in third round, and now we have to wait to the middle of the fifth to, to pick again. I don't think they want to do that. I think that once they start going, they're going to try to keep that thing rolling. And, and I could definitely see us moving more so into the fourth round instead of us moving from the third into the second because they they are going to take advantage of all three of those third rounders, if you ask me. I agree. 
uh, I, I agree. We're not really looking about, we're not looking into the fourth round. We don't have a pick currently there. I think the 49ers okay and at staying pat. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they might even trade back and 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 they might, you know, get more fourth round picks. Who knows? It all depends who's still there on their big board that that's the cool thing right like we don't have their big board and so you know we want them to draft this player we want them to draft at this position you know if jake hayner is on the board do we draft him no but if he's there in the seventh round it's a no-brainer he's gonna be probably a 49er pick because that's what the 49ers do they value guys they grade guys and they're they're gonna go what they have set and then if they feel that there's a guy that's still there that shouldn't be there and nobody else is trying to make the move on him they're gonna go snatch him up and that's what you call the steal of the draft uh, Brock Purdy right probably the steal of last year's draft no one knew what he was gonna be everybody said he was too small he got small hands he can't get the ball down the field where does he go San Francisco what does he do best run Kyle Shanahan's system why because it ain't getting the ball down the damn field it's about moving the ball efficiently across the field and that's what Brock Purdy did and he did and he did it well let's talk about that fourth pick um Jake Moody the kicker the 155 now I love Jake Moody more than anybody. But I'm not pulling a Mitch Wisnowski in this draft. I mean, that's a fifth-round pick. I'm not doing it. What do you guys think? Is that too early for a kicker? Super. Yes. And, and again, because of some of the holes that we have, um, I'm just not a fan of investing that high of a pick at this point. Um, and, again, by holes, I don't mean, obviously, our starting lineup is is – you know, able to contest with anyone in the league, right? Um, we're thinking about our, our second string and potentially third string and folks that are going to be leaving next year and retiring and all this. Um, we really need to get people in that we can develop into potential starters later on. And um, I don't think that we're going to value a kicker that high. Do I think we draft a kicker? Yeah, possibly. Sixth round, seventh round, something like that. Cool. Um, or even undrafted, we go after somebody. Uh, I'm sure they have a couple in mind. I just don't think that uh, 155 is going to be the wave to to go after a kicker when there's still so many players that are going to be available there. Mm, most fifth round. Yeah, not much. Not much to add. Uh, Fair knocked that one out of the park. I think this is the this is my first area of disagreement. Jake Moody at 155. Although I I do like the young kid as a kicker, to me it, it's too early. So yeah, uh, I, I don't like that one. I agree. I, I just don't think any kickers get drafted probably early as the sixth round. You would see a run on kickers. And if I'm the, I, I honestly don't think Jake Moody would be the first kicker off the board, which makes me feel like he will be available seventh round mm-hmm. or undrafted. There are two other kickers that I think may get, t- may get chosen over Jake Moody, which is good because I think Jake would be best with San Francisco, but there's the kid from North Carolina state. Uh, there's actually another kid from Ohio State. Like, there's some kick, there's some kickers out there. So we'll see. And I think that's how Kyle Shanahan is going to play the kicking game. He's going to yeah. see who falls. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and on top of that, just looking at this draft, man, I really feel like um, Mayoko is really um, a part of the Wayne Breezy uh, San Francisco Wolverines squad uh, here. You know what I mean? I know you've been championing that uh, that moniker for a little while, but it, it seems like my Mayoko's on that wave. Yeah, man, he's 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 been uh, yeah. watching back some back to back Wolverines, back to back, right, right. 
uh, third and fifth round, right? Like, and, and you're looking at yourself and you're saying, like, man, maybe he's just like really trying to let Tracy know that he 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 kind of has this little thing for the Wolverines because she's a Wolverine fan too. If you, well, and she's the well, maybe miss, maybe Mrs. Harbaugh just a little bit. Or maybe I, I don't I don't know I don't, I don't know what it is. But listen, <laughs> I, like I said, if that happened, I won't be mad. I will scratch my head for a second. But then I'm like, dude, we got three fifth round picks. We could we could drop one on the kicker. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? If it is Jake Moody, if it's a different kicker, I'm definitely gonna scratch my head. Uh let's talk about Jay Ward uh at the safety spot. Now, see, to me, this is when we draft the safety. So I, I need to see who's gonna be available. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jay Ward, Mose? Um I'm, it, the the combine in NFL.com has Jay Ward listed as a corner, 6'1. 188. He ran a four five five with a one five three split split. His 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 jumps were odd. He had a, a 34 and a half vertical jump, which isn't very explosive, but he had an 11 foot broad jump, which is very explosive. Super explosive. Yeah. So it, it, it's kind of up and down. You know, the four five five, pretty average, but the one five three 10 yard split, that's really good. So um as far as athleticism he has some uh it, it's definitely there um as far as where he's going to play whether he's better suited for corner or safety if he's 188 i don't like him at safety that's too light uh cuz that's too light um and you know p- uh putting on the tape from LSU his tackling uh I mean, he's a willing tackler, um, but he doesn't tackle at the rate that I would like to see if he's going to play safety. Um, And yes, we talked about those tight ends most. I mean, yeah, yeah. So and and we talked about having safeties that are rangy, that have athleticism, that they could play the back end, sideline to sideline. But you also have to be able to tackle in this defense. You can't be on the field at safety and not tackle. Um, so I, I would also disagree with this pick here because right now he's too much of a tweener. Maybe yeah. his speed and, you know, de- deceptive athleticism, you know, would, would allow you to put him at the safety position. But he has the body type more of a corner. Um, and right now I would go elsewhere if I'm going in the secondary at this spot. All right. Fair. Yeah, I think he's a little bit of a reach here. Um, I think he'll probably be more of in the late sixth, early seventh round options. Um, and, you know, there's just people I feel like that have done a little bit more on the college level that are more willing. As y'all know, I, I'm more in the mode of trying to get a safety a little bit earlier, um, you know, based on what I've seen. Um, I mean, if we're going to wait this long, somebody like um, in reach, you know, later in the fifth round, Somebody like um, Helms from uh, Bama, I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, just the, the potential there. He, he's a starter in, in Alabama. That alone speaks for itself, but we know the secondary and the things that they do in Bama. All those players come in well coached and ready to rock um, and can contribute early on. So somebody like that I'd be more interested in. Again, I think this is a little bit of a reach if, if you ask me at 164. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Jay Ward goes undrafted. Again, where are you going to play him? 
And so, like, to me, he looks too slow to be a cornerback, and then he's too light to be a safety. At 4-5 speed, it's average. It's, uh, at a corner, it's not good. Yeah, see, and, and it, it, I, I, I was going to say I disagree with you a little bit, but then I kind of agree with you because I'm reading his strengths and weaknesses, and he's such a conundrum, right? Uh, his strength says <laughs> such a conundrum. His strength says respected at LSU for his leadership and toughness what? offers positional versatility at nickel and safety okay. size and length to obstruct the catch point. No hesitation to fly down the field and make the play. Uh, right. Those are some of his strengths, but his weaknesses, his frame doesn't match his ferocity. So he has the mentality but he don't have the body to do it. Uh, will peek into the backfield and lose track of coverage. Is a step slow to anticipate and match the route break. Drew seven penalty flags in 2022, which is something we hate from our secondary. Um, gets caught between hitting and rapping at times. Um, and then uh, a scout says he's an absolute dude. He's the guy who people listen to on that defense. Worst case scenario, he'll be a great special teams guy. So how do you go from being that dude to worst case scenario, you're just a special teams guy? It's so up and down. I feel like a guy like Jay Ward, he's going to need the perfect situation for him to fully realize his potential. And I don't know if that situation is with us. He has the body type, though, to play nickel. I mean, it, you know, you don't necessarily have to be a fast DB to play nickel because you're running angles. So it's more like, but if he's not a short tackler, I don't want him playing nickel. Like, right. like you know what I'm saying? So right. He's got the height. He's got the weight. The, the weight is perfect. You know, the question is, is he going to wrap and tackle uh, or at least try to put a big hit on somebody before? You know what? We're not talking about how much we're going to miss Jimmy Ward. I love K1 Williams and everything that he brought, but damn it, when Jimmy figured out how to play nickel, he didn't miss. Nope. It's gonna be that's gonna be, I feel like, the position that we're gonna struggle in the most at first until it gets right. Until it gets right. Corey Trice, big wide receiver. That was the last pick of Mayoko, and then we'll start our draft. Corey Trice, big, 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 big 6'3 guy out of uh, Purdue, if I'm not mistaken. What are your thoughts on Corey? I mean, it sounds to me like he's thinking of somebody that we can try to potentially get in there to uh, take over for uh, Mr. Third Down later on in the future, Mm -hmm. right? So getting him in there, trying to get him around the wide receiver group and just, uh, you know, letting him rock out and see – See what happens, man. I'm not sure that we end up offering a contract there in the future. So we need to start start thinking about replacements. And we all know that um, we also have to worry about potentially paying B.A. down the line as well within the next year or so or figure out what they're going to do there. So just adding depth to that wide receiver room makes sense to me. Um, I'm not really – I think we're good regardless. So when I'm thinking of Corey Trice, right? DB out of uh, oh DB. I'm sorry, I thought we were talking yeah, about the receiver. My fault. Corner. Yes. Yep. My bad. I, I I'm thinking Richard Sherman. I, we're getting big now. I, I gotta ask. I don't know if we can look this Trace. up. Give me some of 
Steve Wilkes prototypical cornerback sizes? Like, is this something that he usually do with the big corners? I, I, I'm trying to think. I mean, Carolina, he did inherit Henderson. Um, Henderson is what six one, six two. Okay, he traded for he traded for C.J. Henderson from from uh, uh, he drafted to Jacksonville, Jacksonville, right? I he traded he for C.J. Henderson. This kid from Gilmore, he was a bigger guy, right? Yeah, Gil Gilly's like six one. Uh, what's the name? Uh, J.C. Horn is like six two. Now you know that's that's the guy I wanted in that draft, man. Yeah, I know. I wanted him too. I know. I feel your pain, bro. So, so, so this might be an actual type of prototypical type of a Steve Wilkes guy, right? I, I mean, it, it could be, and I, I think a lot of teams are. I hate to say this. I think a lot of teams are trying to find the 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 Seattle Seahawks guy. They're trying to uh, find the Tariq Wolin because a oh, lot of yeah. teams passed on him, and now Tariq Wolin is a is six foot four he's beast. Six four, bro? Like yeah, Tariq Wolin is six, six four. four and runs and runs four three. Like Tariq Wolin is is that dude, right? How um, how does he fall to Seattle? Like, <laughs> he passed everybody multiple times. Yeah, I mean, he didn't get picked, taken until the fifth round, which that's that's the round that we shine. <laughs> that that's our round, and they actually got him in the fifth round, and he turned out to be he he's he's that guy. So Corey Trice is almost in that mode six three two zero six four four seven. I mean, I'm looking at you know some of his strengths and weaknesses. Um, the one thing that I I, I don't like. Um, it says he plays too tall for clingy route phasing. And although he ran a four four seven, he has below average long speed to recover when uh, beaten. So if he gets so if he on. gets beaten, mm-hmm. that's a problem. But here's what I do like. He had 17 reps in the 225 bench press. And a scout said about him, he's getting slept on. He cannot play in certain coverages. But that guy is a monster in press. So if he can play press really, really well and not getting beat as a press man corner, we won't have to worry about a lot of his long speed. With the defense that we have, Uh rushing the passer and getting after the quarterback, we just need his elite press abilities to just throw off the timing of the routes. I think my only question to that is, that's not till probably year two or year three of his career. I mean, this kid's got to get NFL strong. He has the body, height, weight, and size, but he might not have the strength as of yet. And we know, man, these wide receivers are strong. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. And, and he going to he gonna have to get in the weight room if he's going to see You know what I'm trying to say? Like, because that what's going on, Fernando? That's something right there that you got to, like, you know, I'm looking at these wide receivers. And first, it's going to start. He got he got to get – he's got to deal with Debo and Brandon Ayuk. And Juwan yeah. Jennings, three guys yeah. that can get open. I'm for it, though. I got the popcorn ready if he's the guy that's drafted. I would love to see it. That will only get him better. And I'm not saying he wouldn't be good for the 49ers, but if you're talking about press man, that's what, you know, we play. Steve Wilkes is more of a zone type of defenser, uh, defensive coordinator. He likes to play that zone, but that doesn't mean he won't play press because, listen, 
as much as I love uh, Mooney Ward, he's better at man coverage as well. Right. And he has that recovery speed, right? Oh, snap, right. he got beat. Oh, but he broke the pass up. He did. He got the PBU. You know what I'm saying? It was only on a couple of plays where there was like a brain fart, and I think he probably thought the safety was going to be over on top, and the safety got out of position, and he let his man go. That happens with the 49ers. I'm hoping that doesn't happen much this particular season, but it did happen. And so maybe maybe Steve Wilkes is changing up his philosophy a, a little bit as well. But I guarantee you they're going to have a good blitzing nickelback uh, somewhere, somewhat on this team. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> GSU for life says he never realized how big. I don't got a big forehead. You got a Gina forehead, Damn. dog. Damn. Well, you... Yeah. Damn, wow, Gina! Gina. <laughs> you know, I was because I said you got a Gina forehead, and then he said, "Damn!" At the same time, and then you hit him with the Gina. That was dope. But nah, <laughs> seriously, man, pretty solid draft for Matt Mayoko out there. I thought that was dope. So let's not waste any time, man. Let's go ahead and get that right down to it, baby. Uh, let me go ahead and get the screen down to that nitty gritty. You already know. You already know. All right, so we're gonna do our version of a mock. Oh, they draft. fixed this draw. They, I, I hope it works because I haven't tested it out. I've seen it, and I'm like, oh, we rocking with it tonight, baby. Yeah. All right, we rock with it tonight. I'll try to blow it up a little bit bigger. Pause. All right, I'm click start draft, and we're going to see. I believe the computer is draft. Yes, it is. And this is pretty cool because we can pause the draft. It's going a little bit slower. We're going to get two minutes to make our selection. <clears throat> How dope is that that they give you time, cool. which is a real draft, right? That's, that's dope. Now... As you can see, I see I'm liking what I'm seeing already because the pool is a little bit different. And so I'm seeing some players that still there. Like, if damn, he just got drafted. That's what I get for opening my mouth. I saw the kid out of pit. I thought he might draft, he might stay. Oh, this is going to be interesting. We got a long way to go. We get to 99. This is who we're looking at. In that area, uh, let's see who's going to be there. Trey Palmer, wide receiver out of Nebraska. Somebody just mentioned him in the chat. Uh, Keanu Benton and interior lineman. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Alex Austin, they have him rated high here. I like Alex Austin, outside corner out of Oregon State. There's a running back that I think is going to be there, guys. And y'all going to be mad if we can you, make, can you make the screen a little bit bigger? I can try. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Ooh. What the hell? What did you see? What did I miss? Oh, there's some guys. How, how Buffalo get Jackson there's Smith and Jigba and Cody Mock? I don't know, bro. It's that's cool. crazy. It is. All right, we about to be on. Wait. I, so there, you can see that their thing is and off. And they got Diane Henley? We're not picking at 99. You see that? It's one off. So I didn't, I didn't realize that. I don't know why it's that. All right, Garrett Williams, cornerback. Yeah, that's why, that's why I stopped using this one because this one was yeah, goofy. It's just one off. We'll see what happens. We got two minutes, though. Where are we going? Henry Tutututu is there, linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> my, quarter, my guy Darius Russell's on the board. <laughs> hey, man, Jamie's there for me. Jamie is there. <clears throat> oh, my God. Bro. Nice uh, uh, spot corner guy. Brandon Joseph, the safety is there from Notre Dame. Brandon Hill is my guy out of it. Where are we going? 
I think we, we I think we just said it. If Jamie Hill is there, we got to take him. I mean, Jamie Robinson is there. Jamie. We got to yeah. take him, right? What do you want him over some of these players that Oof. are still on the board? Kobe wouldn't. Wouldn't still there. Oh, man. Uh, Come on, we on the clock. I know. We got a minute. Um, yeah, give me a... Uh, I, 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 I would say rush, but I don't know if we need an outside guy this early. I don't think so this early. Yeah, Oof. I say I say go Jamie. I agree. If not Jamie, I, KJ wait, wait, Henry. Wait, wait, but I feel on. like hold on. I feel like we can get KJ Henry at one hundred and two. I feel like Jamie might be there at, at one hundred and two or one hundred and three. Let's let's go a different route. I think Jamie's gonna be there. I don't think the Raiders are smart. Okay, okay so who who you want to go with? We got thirty seconds. You want to go KJ Henry? Yeah, go KJ. Yes. All right, we're going to get an edge rusher. Boom. All right, All right. we're going to come back. So there's plenty of safeties <laughs> And he's there. there, man. He's there. See, at I, 102. So let me let me ask you this question. I like I like what I saw. I see – I like what I see from Brandon Hill more than what I saw from Gene. Hey, well, then you take who okay. you want. This is your show. No, 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 no. It's our I mean, uh, no, I, 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 mean I, I actually I, – I like it because – what Brandon offers a little more than Jamie does of is speed. Correct. Speed. He he and has right. that that recovery speed. makeup speed. Speed and right. pop. Right. Jamie right. is the person that may be able to move into the slot at some point. He's going to help with run support. He's not as great again on the coverage as opposed to him, you know, coming downhill. So if if we're going safety here, we want to get someone that's going to be able to replace um, Jimmy Ward. Yeah. And T get. And T get. That's where my brain is. Get more than word. Right, but I'm just saying this kid has the pop, so he hits like Jimmy Ward. Mm-hmm. So like, you, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go with, let's go with Brandon Hill out of pit. Let's go. With, Love it. All right, we back are on back the clock. on the clock. Now, is there a running back? Oh my God, Nathaniel Dell is there. Oh Tank. Ooh. What are uh? Click on uh running backs. Ooh. Why don't why don't okay here they go? Deuce Vaughn. Oh, oh, let's go back up. Sean Tucker is there, Zach Evans, Tajay Spears. Uh, your guy is gone. Yeah, Ke- if you want to get the like the 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 cheaper version of your guy, Keaton Mitchell out of Eastern Carolina. Yeah, he's he's nice. Uh see on. who's still available at uh tackle. Let's go. Oh my god, I forgot we needed to address that. What is wrong with us? All right, uh yeah, it's such a gap. Dang, they took all the Everybody's tackles. gone. <laughs> I mean, there's still some late guys here. I like Jordan McFadden. He has yep. versatility on the inside. Earl Bostic Jr. Asim Richards from North Carolina. I really, really like him. So there's guys who could probably get later. Jackson Kirkland is still on the board. So let's yeah, there, there are guys that are there. Yeah, let's see what tight ends. Davis Allen. Oh, Payne Davis Durham. Allen is there. I like Davis Allen from Clemson. I like Payne Durham too. He's not a flashy guy. But he's a red zone threat. Yeah, I think Allen makes the most sense here. I, you want to go tight end third round? I think I think that makes the most sense here yeah, based on what's available. We're going to be drafting if we go to the fifth round. We're going to miss out on the top three. Yeah, I think so. Are. Let's go Davis Allen. Let's do it. Okay. And then on the, the right side, just change the drop down from Bills to Niners so people could follow along. Oh, shoot. How do I do that? Oh, never mind. Just hit it and then select Niners. Yep. You should be able to. There we go. AJ Henry, Brandon Hill, Davis Allen. See how much better this is than than the other one? 
And just, can you click tack, offensive tackle over there so we can see who, if any is dropping See how off. you can click on the guy, the positions you want. You can see who's still available. Fifth round, I think we go Bro, crazy. We go interior defensive lines. Look at the look at how they coming off the board. I like Ryan Hayes out of Michigan too. He could play guard and tackle, so that's a guy that you can get as with versatility. Uh, and Nick Saldaveri as well out of Old Dominion. All right, we about to be on the clock, y'all. They give us our Super Bowl odds up here. That's crazy. <laughs> they no wonder it took them this long. All right, what position are we going with? Yeah, I go, think we got to get take a look in. at interior defensive line real quick. Let's go to interior. Yeah. Uh, no. Nah. It got crazy there on in the trenches. It got crazy. I like Jonah Tavai out of San Diego State. We could wait. Top he might be there in the And Kobe Turner. And Kobe Turner, yeah. From Wake Forest. P.J. Uh, Mustafer from Penn State is a guy that I like a lot. Yeah, let's go check out the linebackers just to see who's available. Owen Papo is there. He's still on the board. There's some hats. Cam Jones is still here, too. That's what I'm saying. Out of Indiana. They Ooh. met with uh, Cam Jones. Martin Mapu is there, too. They met with him. My guy Dorian Williams from Tulane is there. Anthony Orgy Anthony still there. Orgy still there. Running back. Okay. Go to running back. Let's go to running backs. Fifth round. Oh, Tajay still there. Spears. Yep. Spears is still there. Yeah, I think we gotta go Tajay. We we'll go Tajay. Yeah. yeah, I mean every everything that you told me from what oh, he God. did at, at the Senior Bowl, and I think yeah. he 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 kind of. Uh, made up for his combine performance at his pro day, I believe. Y'all so. cool there? Or y'all y'all want to check linebacker one more second? We got we got forty seconds. No, I think there's a, there's a bunch of linebackers. I think we can get a guy. And we still have to get a tackle. Let's go, Tajay here. Yeah, let's go, Tajay. We picking in nine picks anyway. Yeah, click that tackle. Let's see if our, our guy comes off the board. He's still there. Who you guys want? <sighs> it's too early to get these guys. I, I like know he, it's early for some. Yeah, it's a little early. But, but he he's uh, gonna go. It, <laughs> if it if it if it was my pick, I would wait a little bit and get a Sim Richards from North Carolina. But that's just me. Well, we got another pick coming up in like another ten. Yeah, we got so, one seventy-five, two twenty. Yeah, we got some picks. Let, uh, let's check gonna, corner. I mean, there's some dudes still available there. Corey and Bennett with that. There's some speed. dudes. Raleigh Moss from Iowa. Yeah. There's your boy Smith. Corey Trice. Terrell Trice Smith from Minnesota. There's, there's a lot right of value right the here. The corner class is lovely. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of value here. I think we should jump on that. I like Alex Austin from Oregon State. Jacory and I, Bennett. I agree. No one, no one has his speed. No one I has been with speed. Riley Moss with Jacory is his size. Not size, he's tiny. Chat wanted us to look at receiver, which we haven't. Oh, okay. Let's go look at receiver. We got 48 seconds. 40 seconds. There's some value here too, I like man. Jaden Reed from Michigan. Me State. too. Body Bell from Michigan. Jonathan Mingo is there. Did we go Mingo right here? Everybody likes Mingo. Old Miss guy. I think I think there's way more value at corner right now. Bryce Ford Wheaton is there. Got 30 seconds. If we go corner, who we going? I don't know. Who do you Uh, want? Either. either. I like Austin. I like Alex Austin, too. Me, too. That's that's just me. Yeah, let's do it. Alex Austin. Let's do it. Alex Austin is going to be a nice outside piece. 
I think we could go Mingo here if he's available. Yeah, if Mingo's here, we we go. He's there. Tech tackle real quick again. Just want to see if you got. I see. I he's see still him. there. He's still there. Yeah, yeah. I think. What's our and what's our next pick? Not till two twenty something. I think you want to go. Uh, I see Richards. I would uh, say think... Richards because he's the best. Two eighteen. The best on tackle on the board. Right. And there are more wide receivers above Mingo, so I think we right. can get Mingo. I think Mingo, Mingo might still be there. He's still there. He's still there. And it's three. We can get Ronnie Bell, good slot guy. Um, you, you want speed off the edge. Robert Bill Jr. from Georgia is there. Whew. Yes, he is. <laughs> well, he, he's there now. He's going to be gone by the time we pick. Riley Moss is still there. Uh, Jonathan Mingo may be there. I bet you Dallas is going to take him. Just just know me. I just know Dallas. Wait, let's see. Here they come. Nope. Okay. I think you. I think we go Mingo. Mingo is it. Let's, let's I like it. this. Let's I do like it. This. We got four more picks. We are now in the seventh round. All right. Go back to tackle, man. Let's see if our big boy is there. I thought we got a tackle. We got a Sim Richards. Yeah, we got a Sim Richards. So let's get Bill. Oh, no. I I say go edge again. Let's get Bill. Bill Jr.'s there? Yeah, yeah, all day. Get that speed off that edge. Call it a day. If Fajoko was there, too, I I, I don't mind doubling up. Oh, no, we already got KJ Henry, so we don't need Fajoko. So we got, you got power and speed. Check linebacker. Yeah. The linebacker's gone, gone. Yeah, but bumper pull. Aubrey Miller is nice. In the whole game. Aubrey Miller from Jackson State. Uh-huh. Yasir Abdul is still there. Who who would be who can be who would be the replacement guys for um oh my gosh. Aziz? Aziz. I mean, to me. What I what Aziz brought to the table, I would say Yasir Abdullah from Louisville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he'll be there later on if you see somebody else we like. All right, so we didn't address the interior. I don't know if you guys want to go. Oh, uh, Ricky Stromberg. He'll be there later too. Yeah, Same. but he's solid. Yo, yeah, look at all the interior <clears throat> defensive tackles that are gone. That's Everybody's crazy. Gone. Wow. Wow. Um, Where's their value? Go to all. Let's see where their value is. Still some edge and some corners. Yeah. We could triple up at the edge. That's a, that's a week. I like this. Now, I mean, if Yo. you go back up, kid from Texas, Moral Ojomo, he's listed as edge, but we know he's going to kick inside. Team. Yeah. He could play interior. Let's do it. That that's your uh um dang, why my mind be drawing blanks? Who is his name? From us. He came from Houston. That that's the Omenahu? The Omenahu replacement? That's exactly what it is. Y'all wanna do it? Yeah, let's I, do that. I, I say that, yeah. All right, cool. All right, we got two spots left. Why did it pause? Did I pick? I'm, I'm not picking for. 
Is it on us? I feel like it's on the Chiefs. No, it's the Chiefs. But why is it paused? Click. No, it, click auto. I think I think the Houston might be the last pick, so it just <laughs> stops. Like it's not gonna keep moving. So oh, no, it I might be on us. Go click that. No, because now auto is off. Now you put auto on. Um, we got a pick for the Chiefs and all these rest of these teams. No, I think it, it might be on. It's just highlighting the Chiefs because oh. that thing like doesn't move because the okay the top line isn't. That is one of the bugs with this thing. Okay, I thought the same thing when I was using it. All right, so where are we going, y'all? Best player available. Did we draft a fullback to replace a? Uh, Wait, was that Anthony Johnson at the top? Anthony, there, cornerback. Oh, and that's not the same Anthony Johnson. All right. That's not our Iowa State. No. Oh, we just got we got wide receiver Mingo too, because I like Parker Washington from Penn yeah. State. So we had, what did we address? We addressed. We got a corner. Edge. We got multiple edges, but even though we're kicking a Jomo inside. Um, we got, we got a tackle, wide receiver, tackle, back, tight end. Carl Brooks is still here. Do we want to take one of those interior offensive line guys, even though? Um, 15 seconds. All right, let's go. Let's go with interior. Let's see who's available. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Stromberg. Stromberg. Yeah. All right. And then our last like guard and center. Guard and center. Did we draft a running back? Yes, we did. Yep, we got, we got, a, we got a tight end. We got a tight end. Got a, we don't have a linebacker. Let's take a look. I thought we drafted a linebacker. Oh, no, we said he'll be there. Yasir Abdullah, right? Yep. He's there. There we go. That's our draft. And we'll save it. That wasn't bad. I, I, I thought that was pretty damn spot on now that I think about it. That's I'm a in. good draft, yo. I, I didn't see any kickers get drafted in this. That's why we didn't need to draft a kicker. That means we can get them, you know what I'm saying? Um, You can get them undrafted. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Great show, guys. Uh, I can't wait to do it again next week. See if things change up a little bit uh, or, or whatnot. Um, final thoughts. Let's get up out of here. You want to take it? Go ahead, Fer. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah, man. Just uh, again, grateful to spend my Mondays with my peoples. Uh, you know, this time of the year is really slow for 49er news, but I do really truly enjoy being able to talk some junk with y'all about the squad and and you know talk to the fan to, to you know our family in the chat as well and build with them and it's always just a, a great family environment good time even when gsu is around um so i'm just <laughs> i'm just grateful man i'm grateful for these mondays and i always look forward to them so you know thank y'all thank y'all thank y'all for locking in with us as well yo Mo's final thoughts facts man yeah we love and appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us um you know stay tapped in we're getting closer and closer to the draft um so a lot of these questions that we have will be answered. Um, so 
Uh, just keep rocking with us. We'll keep giving you guys different options for some players and some good names. That'll be a good fit for the 49ers. Um, and then once they are drafted and in the building, um, it's time for them to go to work and see how they can contribute to this team, uh, making our push for a six Super Bowl championship. I love it. We got some super chats we want to get through. Uh, everybody, shout out to everybody out there. Jacqueline, Miss Jacqueline Knox was in the building early. She says, Trey Lance ain't going no damn weird. Now, I keep saying this. Trey has gotten bigger, and I love it. I'm here for it all. Just don't touch Jordan Mason, period. He might get traded now that I think about it. Don't do that. Okay. Uncle Scott's <laughs> in the building. Because here, here's, you know why I said that? If you can get a pick for an undrafted guy. Yeah, one plus one, man. One plus one, okay, bro. I we just, on the I same just, wave. I, just, I didn't, I, I don't, I, I'm just saying, you know, and, and, and there's no disrespect, but the question is, Anyway, there's no question. Uncle Scott in the building. What's up, fellas? Trey will be different. A game changer. Let's effing go. Let's effing go. And uh, thank you guys so much for the contributions. We appreciate it. Uh, I see 49er Mind. It says, I'm fine if we draft a running back and it's Israel Abanaconda. Right. But he he had just went. I was hoping he would have still been there on our third round pick and he just got snatched up off the board. I was definitely going to go with him. He provides some of that speed that we were talking about. Them pit guys are pretty fast. Pitt and Maryland, I think got some of the fastest players. I did want to address coach Cruz's question. He had the question uh, of the day. And so breezy and the rest of the family, cause we going to all, you know, tap onto this. Do you think Hawkins, he's talking about Taylor Hawkins can turn into an eventual starter. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts about Taylor Hawkins? He is a safety on this, the 49ers roster. I believe that spot has opened up for him now that Tavarius Moore is gone. And so now he's going to come out here and he has an opportunity to actually make the roster right now. He'll be backing up to Sean Gibson. So what are your thoughts about, uh, not just Sean Gibson, um, Talanoa Hufunga in the box. So what are your thoughts about Taylor Hawkins? Uh, for me, I just want to see more. Um, I think athletically he's able to play the position. Um, I want to see him, uh, more in the off season, more in the preseason. I need to see how he diagnoses plays. I need to see, um, how he read, he reads the play and then reacts. Um, that's going to be big for me from my safety, uh, play diagnosis and then read and react. Um, if he can do that at a high level, then definitely I think he can become a starter in this defense, um, we know this defense makes their bones up front. Um, so we don't really require a lot from our secondary. Um, so just be able to read and react and diagnose plays, uh, be confident in what you're seeing, uh, shoot your gun and go make the play. Um, uh, so if he can do that on a consistent basis, then I absolutely think he can be an eventual starter for this team. Yeah, man, just continuing the the build off of each year. As a, as a young player, it's tough to come in and jump into a team like the 49ers and expect to play right away just because they have so much depth and they always are looking forward, looking in advance and knowing who's going to be here, who's not going to be here, and just kind of grooming players for that next step. Um, so, I mean, there's an opportunity now if you look down the line. Like we said, we, we don't know what's going to be going on with Gip. He might be out of here after a year. So, we, we have to 
think of people like Hawkins who could potentially come in and help in the back end. Um, it's up to him, though. He has to do what your current assignment is, which is special teams. Play that to the best of your ability. An injury or something happens, and you're putting in the work and practice throughout the week. You're balling out, going hard like it's a game time. You know, that opportunity may come up for you. So it's, it's all on him, man. He has to have that mindset and, and be ready when his, his number is called. Very well said, man. And, and I feel the same exact way as you guys. He's going to get the opportunity. He's going to get the chance to go out there and show what he's, uh, uh, what he can prove, what he, how he's been developing and things like that. I think Taylor, Taylor Hawkins, big play Tay, has an opportunity to definitely make the roster this year. Uh, but we're going to see who they draft. We're going to see who they bring in. They, they have some guys that they, they brought in in free agency. So it's not going to be as easy. I think he knows that, but he's going to go out there and do what he does best. You saw him balling out and, and working out with some of these players. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how the Taylor uh, situation or the, the safety situation is Taylor made. That's what I was going to say. Poor I was Taylor. waiting for the pun. <laughs> <laughs> had to re-revamp that. But guys, thank y'all so much for watching. We'll see you guys next Monday night for sure. Same time, same place. Nitty Gritty Niners talk all day, every day. Make sure if you guys want to shop for some Nitty Gritty Niner apparel, we got some new stuff up there. Go to www.twben.com backslash shop. Yeah, we got, we're back. We're on the Wayne Breezy Network shopping network as of right now. So the apparel is up there. If you guys want to support the brand, support the channel, we truly would appreciate it. Thank everybody for tuning in. Stay up, stay faithful, and always keep it nitty gritty, y'all. Thanks for watching. Peace out.